Hey friend, I wanna address something that I am hearing a lot, and I'm wondering if you might be struggling too. As a CEO, a Christ-empowered operator of your life and business, are you doing all the things, but asking yourself, why am I not seeing the fruit, AKA the results? Well, maybe you're like me. I was the girl who would skip all the mindset stuff because let's be honest, I already got Jesus. And I just wanted to get to the checklist, strategy, tell me how to do all the things, right? But the problem was I was working really hard and I wasn't seeing the fruit. And I certainly wasn't experiencing the fruitfulness that is possible with God when I'm believing what he says over what the world and the gurus tell me or even over what I'm telling myself. And what I discovered is that my problem and where, where I was getting stuck was not a strategy issue. It was not an implementation issue, it was a belief issue. Because here's the thing, I can teach you amazing strategies, but with the wrong beliefs, you will stay stuck where you are, or you'll backslide to where you don't want to be, or you'll slink slowly forward. And I don't know about you, but I don't want any of the above. That's why when I learned how to truly take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, like it talks about in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, the floodgates opened because finally I was taking action from the right beliefs with God. And let me just tell you, I wasted a lot of time in those days doing it all the wrong way and doing it backwards. So today I want to share with you firsthand this tool that is making all the difference, not only in my life and business, but also in those who are part of the redeemed midlife CEO. And if you haven't been using it, I want to encourage you to start making this a part of your daily CEO meeting with God. So I'm actually going to walk you right through this so you can see exactly how to do this. And I will then at the end show you how you can access this form and get my expert coaching and feedback with a little bit of Holy Spirit help. Okay, so this is called the Steer Belief Map. And the reason I named it that is because our beliefs steer our results. And STEER is also the acronym that we use to walk through this process. Because when we have these thoughts swirling around in our head all the time, sometimes it's very hard to like put them into a tangible format that we can actually do something with, uh, primarily taking them to the Lord. So I wanna walk you through this by using the example of not having enough time. Anybody out there ever felt that, okay? So S is for your situation. What is the circumstance that you are wanting to address or reflect on? Remember, your situation is neither good nor bad. It is always neutral. So I'm going to say my time, right? Okay, the, um, the, the next uh, R, ST, sorry, T, is your thought, okay? So this thought is what you are currently believing, Okay, now what happens is we start, we start thinking about these things, right? And we have this belief that's probably going on repeat that we are believing about our situations. So I want you to think about what words are running through your head. I'm guessing it's probably something like, I don't have enough time, right? Or some version of that, right? If only I had time, when I have time, time, what is that, right? Some version of that. Okay, so we identify the situation, we identify the current belief that we have, but then we don't stay there. We wanna go through and make out a steer belief map. And what we do is we first look at where we currently are, 
which is usually one that is built on a lie or some kind of fear. And this is where the enemy would love for us to stay stuck. But no worries, we're not gonna stay stuck there. I'm gonna show you how to not only get those thoughts out of your head and on paper, I'm then gonna show you how to look to God's word for the truth that you need to reshape it. And then we're gonna build it out based on what God says is true. And here is where that acronym is listed out for STEER. S is the situation, T is the thought, E is the emotion, E is the execution, and R is the results. And I thought the best way that I can teach you how to do this is for me to actually, in real, in real time, give you an example. So let me see if I can get this so it'll do this. Okay, so S is your situation. Remember, we're going to start with the one that we're having right now based on fear or a lie. So my situation is my time. Okay, then we go to the T, which is my thought. What is that reoccurring thought that you are having about your time? Well, it's probably something like, I never have enough time or some version of that, right? It is whatever thought you are believing because the more you think it, the more you believe it. The E is for emotion. So when you are thinking on repeat and believing, I never have enough time, what emotions are you feeling? For me, I'm feeling panic, I'm feeling stress, I'm feeling like I'm not enough, all kinds of things like that, okay? Uh, when, we're, when we're feeling that way, and because we're believing that thought, then what is our execution or lack of execution? So in this case, in my case, I often joke that I'm not the girl who will just binge Netflix with haagen on the couch. I'm going to work harder than ever, right? I'm going to work hard. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to, you know, read more. I'm going to listen more. I'm going to try to figure out what is, you know, what's the problem, right? Now, that may not sound like it's all that bad, except when I'm staying stuck in that place and I'm doing it from this belief that I don't have enough time. It's a lot of striving, right? And that is definitely not going to lead us to the kind of fruit of peace that God has promised us. And then my results, guess what? I don't have enough time, okay? Now I wanna show you something that I find really interesting when you do this. Notice my result, AKA your result, is a direct reflection of what belief I am thinking, okay? That, that T was I never have enough time. My result is I don't have enough time. I don't get it all done. I'm always working up until, you know, it's way too late and getting up early and trying to squeeze things into every moment and it's just not happening and I keep spinning the same cycles. So that's how I respond. Maybe you're the person who just says, well, forget it all. What's the point in even trying? So maybe you steer to the other side of you are on the couch with a haagen and Netflix and just, you know, uh, making all your troubles go away. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's not producing the kind of fruitful results that God truly has called us to as his kingdom, uh, as his kingdom girls, right? So the next thing we want to do is we want to say, okay, so if that was based on a lie, now I want to grab a piece of God's truth. And I want to encourage you, you can make this like a general biblical principle, but if you can find a verse don't take it out of context, but I want you to find actually words of scripture, God's word to us that speaks to your situation. So one of my favorites in this area is, oops, sorry, hang on a second. That is not the one I wanted to copy and paste. I thought I had it already. So give me just a second to copy it again. 
Okay, so the one that I is oftentimes my go-to lately is 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and 10. And yes, I love verse 9 in between, but I just pulled out the, the two end bookends for you today. And here's what it says. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Did you hear all of the superlatives, those extra and above things? Abundantly, all things, all times, all that you need. Every good work, yes, that includes your time. God has given us time. You have time. I have time. That's what God tells me. And then he goes on to say in verse 10, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Which means it's not about me trying and striving harder, right? It's about me leaning on him, coming to him as my supplier and my multiplier. And that is how I'm going to see a larger harvest of righteousness. Okay, so we're going to now, using this truth, go back and redo the steer part, but this time based on God's truth. I want you to see if you can see and feel the shift that happens. So the situation is still the same. It's my time. Okay, hasn't changed. It's still neutral. But the thought that, I have, that I'm having around my time now is maybe something like I have plenty... I have an abundance. How about that? Abundance of time for what he's called me to. Okay. Now, what would happen if you or I were believing that thought? We were thinking that thought on repeat, right? Over and over again, we're telling ourselves, I have an abundance of time for what he's called me to. I have an abundance of time for what he's called me to. When we're doing that, what are the emotions that we're going to feel? I don't know about you, but I'm going to feel peace. I'm going to feel trust. I'm going to feel hope. I'm going to feel that he is enough, right? So many things that we're going to feel. And notice how different that is from where we were just a few minutes ago. Now, the second E is execution. So what things are we going to do or not do? Well, I'm not just going to, I yes, I am going to work and try and read and listen and figure out the problem, but I'm not going to do it from a place of striving. I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause first. I'm going to ask God what I should be doing. Then I'm going to make a list, right? And I'm going to block off the time that I'm going to do those things. And then I'm going to actually do them. But it's not coming from a place of me trying to cram every single thing I can think of into these little nooks and crannies of my day. It's really me taking action on the things that he has showed me really matter and being intentional with where that time is going, right? So now I'm not striving, I'm thriving, right? In the way that I'm approaching this. And my result, guess what? I do have all the time I need for what I'm called to. Wow, what a difference, right? What a difference that makes when we are able to look at it from what God says is true instead of how we've been feeling or believing or what the world around us tells us, even well-intentioned people tell us what those other gurus out there that are helping you build your um, business or maybe helping you with your time management and things like that. A lot of them are not building it on God's truth. And so it still stays stuck in that striving and trying where we can fall into the never enough place. Okay. So what's so beautiful about what I just showed you here is that this can apply to any area of your life or business, any area. So this could apply to your faith walk. This can apply to your relationships. This can apply to your finances and stewardship of that, your wellness, your passions, your home, your ministry, whatever things that God has called you to. 
right? And now, once that you've done this, you're going to have a new belief, and guess what? Chances are you're gonna have a new solution to whatever it was that you were trying to figure out, right? But sometimes you may still have a question, and then you want some more feedback on how to do that. So I wanna invite you, as a CEO of your God-given life and or business, I wanna invite you to make this steer belief map a part of your daily CEO meeting with God. For me, that happens in my AM refill, and I can't tell you, you know, oftentimes I have several thoughts that I could do this on, but once I do them with one of them, it oftentimes works on the other ones as well. Um, So don't feel like you have to do this for every single negative thought you have in a day, but notice the ones on repeat and the ones that maybe are kind of rising to the surface. And then open up a notebook, write the words steer up and down, and then the word truth, and then the word steer up and down. And then just prayerfully go through this process. And then when you're done, pray and leave it to the Lord, right? And say, God, I don't want to think this way. This is not of you. I want to think, I want to believe, I want to feel and do in alignment with you um, and see the fruit that is going to come of that. And I also just want to uh, encourage you to not keep it to yourself. Yes, you and God can sit down and have that meeting, but I am here as your coach because you're part of the redeemed CEO, midlife CEO, uh, to help you in this process. So you can access this form at redeemhertime.com forward slash me and submit it to get my coaching feedback and input. And guess what? I still struggle with this. I still do this practice on the daily because I see the difference that it makes and how easily I am pulled right back into those wrong thoughts and feelings that are leaving me feeling stuck or moving in the wrong direction. So if that is you, no more. We're not just going to focus on the strategy. We're going to focus on the heart, on the the right belief mindset that we need to have. And then guess what? When you pick up those strategies I teach you, when you pick up the checklist, when you pick up the workflows, when you pick up all those pieces, they are going to be so much more useful and you are going to see just the overflow of what God can and will do when we are partnering with him. So I can't wait to get your coach me form and see what God is wanting to work on in your life or business right now.